It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Just how nervous should Dallas Cowboy fans be about their Week 11 matchup against the Carolina Panthers? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockdownNFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. On today's show, we're going to preview the Cowboys' Week 11 matchup against the Carolina Panthers, a game that the Cowboys are favored in by 10.5 points. <laughs> But Landon, how nervous are you about this game? I, I, you know, I, I am nervous enough that I've been talking about it since last week that I feel like this is a trap game, right? And, uh, and I do think we should quantify it a little bit. I mean, nervous in the sense that I don't want to see this team come out slow and keep a, a lesser opponent in this game for three and a half quarters. Uh, and, and you know, when when there's plenty of opportunity to grab a hold of it early and then just you know put this thing to bed early uh i I, but i there are some things that concern me i think we've covered them throughout the week right it's an it's an early game it's an east coast game it's a uh it's an inferior opponent there have been lots of incidents in the past where cowboys teams have played down to these opponents and had slow starts and had teams that had no business being around uh in the third and fourth quarter hang around because of penalties or whatever it is right So I think my nerves is more in the sense that this game could turn into that and that the Cowboys will win a tight game as opposed to like, I'm nervous that the Cowboys are going to lose this game. So (laughs) this has always been like a really weird game in Cowboys history. Like they've, they've kind of struggled in this game before the Thanksgiving game, right? Because you're looking forward to this wild week coming up and then, the NFL, for whatever reason, loves to put the Cowboys on back-to-back Thursday games. It's really strange, by the way. I will say, Mike McCarthy does have a pretty good history of performing well in these games leading up to Thanksgiving. If you yeah. remember last year, they played Minnesota in Minnesota, mm-hmm. the game before Thanksgiving, and that game was over 15 minutes into it. I mean, that it was, was over one of quick. the better games the Cowboys have played in a long yes. time, to be honest. And that was yeah. on the road. Um my general philosophy about this game for the Cowboys is I style points don't matter to me at all. Just yeah. just get the win however you have to get it this week. Try to stay relatively health, healthy. Give yourself a chance on Thursday. So I, I 
I'll be honest. One of the reasons why I, I'm not quite as nervous as I was early in the week is the Panthers cornerback situation, yeah. which we should probably talk about right off the top. Sure. Um, JC Horn was returned to practice this week. He is not going to play. Frank Reich actually ruled him out just before we came on the podcast. Their other starting cornerback, CJ Henderson, uh, was ruled out with a concussion. So that means their top two corners won't be available on Sunday. <laughs> you and Give I were the names. Give them the names, yes. Marcus. Come on, right. I gotta hear it. So Dante Jackson, good outside corner. He, yes, he's their player. best corner by far. The other ones are Troy Hill, who is only a slot corner, who is 175 pounds, soaking wet, 32 and 175 years, old. years, if I'm not. Yes, mistaken. he's very, very old. old. <laughs> uh, their outside corners are going to be either Deshaun Jameson, who's played 86 snaps this year, or DiCaprio Boodle which I promise is not a fake name. Like this is an actual player that we talked about on the crossover show. One of those two players is going to be covering CD lamb on Sunday. I'm concerned about the amount of pink that my face just turned when I, when I, when you said that name, DiCaprio Boodle, which yes. is, I mean, next to uh, what was the other one? Flot, uh, Deshaun Cordell Flot, Flot from the Giants. Cordell yes. Flot who played last week uh, is just going to be uh, up there in the pantheon of ridiculously named yes. cornerbacks that the Cowboys face in the year 2023. So, yeah, I mean, I think those, those two, those elements really kind of, even, I mean, look, we should point out several other elements too. It's not like this week was a great week for the Carolina Panthers no. to be clear on top of that. You know, they've also decided that Frank Reich has decided to take back play calling duties after giving them to Thomas Brown at, uh, earlier in the season, um, Who the so Cowboys interviewed, now, by the way. What'd you say? The Cowboys interviewed Thomas. Yeah, the Brown Cowboys interviewed office, Thomas Brown. coordinator job. Yeah, former uh, former uh, Rams assistant uh, that, mm-hmm. that you know Sean McVay thought really highly of. You know, there was lots of thought that he would go out to Carolina uh, and then kind of, kind of bring some of those Rams offense uh, elements into Carolina. I have not seen very yeah. much of that so far. Uh, so I, I think, yeah, I mean, there is disarray going all over the place. The ownership is now getting involved in team meetings, uh, which I think is a kind of thing for the, for Tepper, if I'm not mistaken. But it's well, – it's, Can I ask more? If you, yes, please. You the crossover yesterday, uh, Julian Council said that the ownership was on the field. The ownership yeah. and, like, the wives were on the field watching the offensive line drills, yeah. trying to figure out what was going on. It, it's wild. I also, Julian and I were talking about the the, the home crowd. What's it going to be like? What's the atmosphere yeah. like? And yeah. I kind of joke like, hey, probably 40% are going to be Cowboy fans. And he shook his head like, no, like 60 to 70% are going to be Cowboy fans. And we even heard Frank Wright today in his press conference said they had to spend like an hour of practice working on silent yeah. count snaps to get ready for Sunday. So I don't think that's going to – I mean, it probably won't be a huge deal, but it's, it's very much going to feel like a, probably a Cowboy home game in Carolina. I'll tell you this much. I can't speak for North Carolina necessarily, but I know for a fact there are a ton of Cowboys fans in South Carolina. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't at all be surprised if, if you know, they, they traveled to come see the Cowboys on the rare opportunity to see them on the East Coast. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that that's a legitimate point. Look, I – there are a lot of things going poorly for the for the Panthers, and every single new thing that I hear about how poor it is makes me about this percent more nervous because yeah, it's like get. there's get. there's so many things going wrong. There's too many things going wrong. The Cowboys can't screw this up. Please don't screw this up. I, I will say so. Jerry Jones went on uh, 105.3 The Fan today talking about, hey, remember Arizona? Remember what happened yep. to us in Arizona? We can't let that happen again. 
one of the reasons why I don't think that's going to happen again is the offensive line. Remember, yeah. the Cowboys went into that game without three starting offensive linemen. Tyler Smith was making his first game, uh, first appearance of the season. The, the offensive line was just in complete disarray. Now, again, we haven't heard Friday or Saturday practice, so we're knocking on Woodhart again. Sounds like the Cowboys are at least anticipating that their offensive line is going to be available in this game. And like I think you're going to see a lot of six and seven man protections because the receiver should absolutely eat in this game against these defensive backs. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys should be able to. I mean, first of all, even without the protect, the extra protection, they should be able to protect Dak Prescott. Yeah. Uh, even though Brian Burns is playing in the game and he is someone to watch out for, definitely on that yep. side, he is fantastic. He's one of the best pass rushers in the league. Uh, but I agree. I think you can go out there and, you know, if you want play some 12 personnel, put Schooner Schooner out there as, as an extra mm-hmm. like blocking guy uh, to help out whoever on either side. Uh, and then just let three guys go out and route. And I have a feeling that of the three guys that you have going against their cornerback situation, you'll be able to find someone that opens yeah. and most likely it'll be CD lamb over and over again. So yeah. uh, I, I do think that there is lots of look. My nervousness is about not about winning the game again. It's about, you know, just not just it's what the Cowboys absolutely need to do in this game is get in there, take care of business early, and then try to find a way to maybe get some other guys in the sub in mm-hmm. some guys, get opportunities for, for younger guys. Cause what you really don't want to do is have to play a, you know, a tough fourth game, quarter, a tough game, fourth quarter yep. game. Yep, exactly. And then have to go into a Thanksgiving game. This is an opportunity for the Cowboys, right? Yes. The play a lesser team, a week, you know, the week before you play in the Thanksgiving game, the Cowboys can take care of business early. We can talk about it a little bit more, but I do think there is an opportunity for the Cowboys to kind of make sure that they go into that Thanksgiving game super healthy, and I think that's going to be super important. Yeah, let's let's talk about the risk versus reward of trying to give some of these guys some limited snaps in Week 11. We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, all you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. I absolutely love Price Picks for all the different players and stat projections that you can find. It's absolutely incredible. They are also the only DFS platform with an injury insurance policy. Like, take last night, for example. If you had Joe Burrow in your lineup, he left in the first half, did not return in the second half. Your lineup would have been rebooted. Again, this is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. We wanted to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Like, I don't know, Locked On Dynasty Football. If you happen to like the hosts over there, you can go check out mm. that one. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Landon, let's talk about how do you weigh how much to play everybody in this game? And this isn't to disrespect it, your opponent this weekend. It's more about trying to make sure that you stay somewhat fresh for an NFC East game against the commanders on Thursday. How do you do that? Well, I'd like to first say that I told Marcus that I thought this was a very disrespectful segment to have when we're facing the Carolina Panthers. I cannot believe he brought uh, it up. <laughs> no, no I, I, I think it's fair, right? And it's not even about the opponent, right? It's it's about load management for this yeah. segment of the season, which is very difficult. And, and listen, go back and look. There's been lots of, of injuries and things that have happened in this segment, in this section of the season that the Cowboys have to face every single year. Well, look, and, last night you had yeah. Mark Andrews and Joe Burrow and uh, Cam Taylor. I mean, you just had injuries galore on a Thursday game. Yeah. And, and you know, not and not on some like, you know, artificial turf field or any of that. Nope. Like it, just like straight up injuries that are going to happen on the grass field. They're going to happen no matter what. So uh, I think it's important that the Cowboys try to find a way to, uh, and look, not even just like, pull guys but like get heavier rotations in these in these yes. spots where you Use have guys depth. that are where their legs are going to be used right like wide receivers cornerbacks like these guys you're already getting rotations in the defensive line obviously but you know just opportunity for some of these guys to kind of keep their legs on a short week you know like i'll give you uh, an example yeah jalen tolbert he probably yes. plays 10 to 20 snaps a game maybe you bump them up to 25 and you just give you give brandon cook's five fewer plays or you give cd lamb a few fewer plays maybe you play more rico daddle uh, maybe rico daddle gets 10 carries this week and tony pollard gets 14 like just little things like that and maybe even you know guys like lipke get some more t- carries. Sure. you know just like yes. use all the parts of the buffalo that are that are yes. available right like i think that's why you saw jalen brooks get some targets last week shout out to katie drum he pointed this out on twitter i thought it was a very good point I think this is why you start to get involved some of these younger guys is so that you know that if you need to use them for load management reasons that you can, right? And I think Brooks has shown you he's been out there. He can He's shown you that he can block. He's not going to get you beat as a player out there. He can catch the ball if you throw it to him. Tolbert obviously is more than that, right? Like yep. We're already trying to get him into the wide receiver three role. So you have bodies there that you feel like you can rotate in. Hendershot is back, which I think is going to give opportunity to kind of give Ferguson and Scooney a Is little he bit be of a activated break. this week. I, I that'll be an interesting question. Like it sounded like he went through the whole practice, you know, without any without any setbacks. I just it almost be, wonder. I wonder like if they're gonna just keep him one more week and then just maybe. bring him up on Thursday, so that way you that just can, have somebody that's a little bit more fresh for that game. Yeah, you probably that's actually a good thought. You probably don't want to have to call him up and have him do this little gambit, right? Like I think yeah. that that after coming off an ankle injury, you give him that extra little bit of time. You don't have to make him play on four days rest, five days rest, whatever it is after this game. So I think that would make some sense. But the point is, is that, look, 
you go look at the injury report, the Cowboys basically have everybody that isn't on injured reserve available to them. I, I think even Turpin is, is going to be playing this week. Yeah. So there is opportunity to get some of these guys uh, more snaps and kind of, you know, take CD Lamb off the field if you don't need him all the time. So you're just not wearing him out. Like you don't uh, need and- him on like clear third down and one running situations, like where he yeah. needs to come in and block a defensive end. Like that's a great time to bring Jalen Brooks in, you know. I, I just think in general, like, you know, as opposed to, uh, you know, just wholesale, like, you know, classic hockey line. Yeah, you know, don't do that. Out there, so you don't need to do that. Just, no. I think, throughout the game, sprinkling in Brooks instead of CeeDee Lamb. Sp- let it, let Rico Dowdle take this series, okay? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think things like that will just kind of help with load management. And then, look, if you get up by, you know, multiple touchdowns, you're in the third quarter – you know, there's no reason not to start you know, really cycling folks in, you know, and but let's get to that first. I think that's the key thing is that, you, you know, you, you're not making plans to not play in the second half. You're making plans to dominate in the first half, and then we'll see what happens in the second half. What we're talking about is rotating players in the flow of a game. I mean, not, not so different than what they do on a regular week, but maybe doing it a little bit more heavily this week. Yeah. Uh, Wanye Thomas, maybe Wanye gets yes, a little bit yeah. more looks in the first half rather than waiting to the second half. That kind of stuff. You more Rashawn Evans as opposed to Damone yes. Clark, or more, you know, just let, let these some of the guys that are right on the cusp that are rotating in anyways get like five to ten more snaps than they yes. normally would in the flow of the game. First and foremost, the Cowboys have to win this game. Like if they don't yeah. win this game, then it, I don't want to say it's irrelevant what happens on Thanksgiving, but it greatly diminishes the importance of that game, right? Because all of a sudden yeah. now you're fra- fa- falling further behind. Uh, the Eagles, but if it gets to be a situation where it is a really close game in the fourth quarter, maybe that's when you cut down the rotation, you cut out the subbing and you go back to your stars. But I think early in this game, it does make a lot of sense to just load manage some of these guys. Now we were talking pre-show about should Chuma Doga play, you know, a couple series each half, maybe, but Brian Burns is also out there. You, yeah. you also don't want your star quarterback taking unnecessary hits if Tyron's healthy. I, I think Chuma can come in when Cooper Rush comes in, right? Yes, like that's that, that's that's probably a, the yeah. fair assessment there. You know, I just think that you know, again, this is not a disrespect to the Carolina Panthers thing. Like, you got to go out there and play your best game. Even look, they're still an NFL team, even if yeah. they're struggling. Any given Sunday still applies. And if you need motivation, I think Marcus just provided it for you. If you lose this game. That game in two weeks against the Eagles or whatever it is, I think it's actually three weeks. That's not going to make any difference if you lose to Carolina in this game. You got to win this game. You got to stack these wins uh, to stay close for those for that late season game to matter. And so that's your motivation: is that hey, Carolina's in my way, and I need that win. Go get it. The Cowboys have a lot of depth and a lot of talent. Like this is a perfect opportunity to to showcase some of that and. Frankly, there's been a couple of guys that we just wanted to see more of anyway. So we mentioned yeah. Wanya Thomas. I think this is an awesome spot for like Israel Mukamu. Like if you mm-hmm. want to play Mukamu in the slot, especially against Adam Thielen, where he's going to be significantly more athletic, I think that's a, a fine time to get him on the field. Sam Williams has played really well the last couple of weeks. I'm not saying take Micah Parsons off the field for Sam Williams, but Maybe you try to keep Demarcus Lawrence at 32 yeah. snaps, and you give Sam yeah. Williams more work. But that's just kind of what we're implying that the Cowboys should at least explore here. Give Nation Wright some snaps, and let Stephon Gilmore stay on the sideline. Or, yeah. or, or yeah, you said it in the in the slot too. J- Jordan Lewis came off of a 
an injury, an injury situation with his neck. He had a stinger. So like, you know, not putting him out there when you don't have to, I think yes, keep him fresher for when he needs to play on Thanksgiving day. I would love to see like 19 players on defense play at least double digit snaps. Like that's the ideal scenario for me is like, just try to use as many different players as you can to get you through this game. And then we'll worry about this ridiculous stretch. Can I tell you, can I tell you how much I hate this three games in 12 days? I don't understand why the NFL makes the Cowboys do this, but this is no fun at all. I don't get it. I don't get it, it really is. I mean, it really is a brutal stretch and, and they've tried it a bunch of different ways, like, you know, rearranging the games and who's playing what, you know, the following game will play Sunday. No, we'll play Thursday. You know, it's just a brutal stretch for the Cowboys, no matter how they slice it. Now you do have three home games. The NFL was very nice to the Cowboys in that sense where you're not going to be traveling. So it does help out a little bit, but man, it's just so important to get a win this Sunday to give yourself a chance over the next three games. Uh, Landon, let's make our final predictions for Cowboys-Panthers in Week 11 next. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Did the game go to timeout? Time to order in with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That is ordering in time. Two-minute warning. You got it. That's your cue to order in. Whenever the game clock stops, that is your time to order in with DoorDash. Order pizza, wings, sodas, burgers, or even just buns on DoorDash. You can get it all delivered without missing the game. If you're staying at home this week to watch the Cowboys, order in from one of your favorite spots out there in Dallas. Go. I, I always mention 24-7 tacos. Lana mentions a bunch of different places. So Whataburger. Great- it's simply Whataburger. Order Perfect. from Whataburger, guys. Perfect. <laughs> get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23. Subject to change. Terms apply. Again, that is 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app. And enter promo code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. We want to thank you for making us your first listen every day. Every day, we'll be back on Monday to break down Panthers, Cowboys. Uh, we got a busy, busy week of shows, uh, considering it's a condensed week for us as yeah. well. But Landon, let's uh, let's make our predictions. Who do you have winning this game? You know, despite all my hemming and hawing, I'm I'm definitely picking the Cowboys. I mean, I, I think it's uh, you know they're ten and a half point uh, favorites and uh, on Bandul. Um and uh, I kind of think that they're going to cover that and more. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, I just I'm more worried about how the Cowboys, you know, kind of play down to their competition at times and what that says about the team more than I am about the Cowboys losing this game. I think I said that a couple of times at this point, yeah. uh, but I imagine that the Cowboys in my brain they get a hold of this game early. Uh, they, I hope that they come out aggressive. They get some points on the board. They put the Carolina behind the eight ball, uh, and then you know uh, really kind of you know tighten the grip on them. I, I, I think that the score will probably be 
uh, uh, a little bit uh, wider uh, than it, it may feel at times. Uh, but I'm picking the Cowboys to win uh, 30 to 14, I think. I, 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 I understand that that's way more than even the line is. Uh, but I do think that uh, it, it's one of those things where it may feel tight for good portions of this game, uh, but the Cowboys talent is just going to win out at the end yeah. and, and then start to kind of pull away as the as the game kind of goes on. I do think we'll see the Panthers come out aggressive. I, I mean, Frank Reich's taking over the play call, and we yeah. heard we've heard from several people that the ownership wants the offense to play better. Carolina is coming off ten days rest for this game. Like I think you're going to get the Panthers best uh, punch in the first quarter of this game so i won't be surprised if it's maybe it's 10 to 3 and the cowboys are losing after the first quarter or whatever something like that but i would i would expect that dan quinn in this defense is going to find a way to kind of figure things out figure things out and settle down the ship you look at the offensive line like they're really struggling on the offensive line and the cowboys have such a big advantage there I just have a hard time believing that the Panthers are going to score more than 21 points. Like if they scored more than 21 points, I think I'd be pretty shocked. So even if the Cowboys were to struggle on offense, let's say they just are completely flat in the first half and have seven points. You're telling me that the Cowboys can't put two drives together and win this game late. I I, I, I think it could be close, but I do think the Cowboys will win. I think the care, the care, I think you're 100% right on, on how Carolina is going to face this. I think the ironic thing is that that's exactly the backwards way to try to attack the Cowboys, right? Like for them to aggressively try to attack the Cowboys through the air early, just to show that this offense is different than, you know, what got the offensive coordinator, his take, his play calling duties taken away. uh, is probably not the best way to attack. I mean, they really should probably think more about trying to run the football, establish a run, grind this game out and keep it close in the fourth. That's right. And so uh, they, you know, in an effort to try to showcase for their, you know, uh, their very, very interested uh, uh, owner and his wife that, you know, were watching, you know, line drills in practice the other day. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I think that they may be kind of walking into their own trap a little bit by, by playing into exactly what the Cowboys defense wants to face, which is a rookie quarterback with a bad pass blocking offensive line and wide receivers who can't uh, create separation. Uh, you know, no about no amount of aggressive play calling or incredible X's and O's is going to dig you too far out of that deep hole. Yeah. I would love to see the Cowboys front four just dominate this game. I don't think you're going to need to blitz. And actually, I, I think the, I don't think you want to blitz Bryce Young. I think that's actually where he's pretty good. But if you can get pressure with your front four, drop seven into coverage, make him throw into tight windows, I think you're going to be just fine. So, well, I'm going to pick the Cowboys begrudgingly. Wow. begrudgingly. Uh-huh. I know this is a, this is that, wow. yeah. two weeks in a row, right? I know. Is that, I is know. that right? Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, things will change by Thursday. Don't worry. That's uh, right. There we I'm go. not picking the Cowboys next week. Uh, all right. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every single day. Again, we will be back on Monday to break down this game. We wanted to let you know that the Locked On uh, has Locked On Network has launched the first ever yeah. national sports 24 seven streaming channel. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel with all of the national shows, including Locked On NFL, Locked On Fantasy Football, Locked On Dynasty, all available on the channel. You can go check out our show on Locked On Cowboys on YouTube. We post shows every single day over there. 
you can go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy week 11. Enjoy the game. And we'll see you right back here on Monday. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.